Yo. What's up? What's up in the building? Hey, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. We are your chefologists. This is the podcast mm-hmm. called Chefology. My name is Josh Devetta. I've also got Asabi Goodman. Hey, hey, hey. And Gracie Mack here in the building. <laughs> as we record yet more content for all our content absorbers. Oh, the content. <laughs> the content, dude. The content. Well, you know what? I am very, very, I guess, uh, excited for this episode because it's uh, we're doing a year. So last time we did a year, which was many moons ago now, uh, we did 1985. And yes. this year, our year is... <laughs> 2010, yes, yes, only 10 years ago. And we're going to be talking about all the music from 10 years ago, what was going on at the time. Mm. Actually, I believe Obama was still in office during that time. Thank so that feels like a m- many moons ago <laughs> now. Well, gosh, you know, March feels like five years ago. It sure bloody yeah. does. Yes, it does. Oh. Um, also, uh, music was changing in 2010. So we just had the late, two th- late 2000s where um, hip hop and R&B were really like dominating the charts. Mm. We had Sierra, we had Beyonce, we had oh, right. um, we 50 Cent, we had Justin Timberlake, we had... Did we have Nelly? We had Nelly. <laughs> if you want to go and take a ride with me. I, I used to love oh, that song. Right. Yes, yeah. great. We, we had so yes. much, yeah, so much R&B and hip hop. And then all of a sudden, things started changing. EDM, electronica. electronica pop music was starting to really mm. take off because of festival culture, actually. Yes. Yes. And we've talked famously about how the Black Eyed Peas were really inspired by Australian festival culture, yeah. which brought, which um, inspired them to bring out... Um, um, the end. And the, the beginning. That's right. The energy never dies is mm-hmm. what the end stands for. And yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about all that type of music. So if you keep, uh, I guess, listening, <laughs> you're going to find out uh, what's going on the playlist. All right. Stay tuned. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. And we're back. Hello. All right. Well, we're going to get, I guess we're going to throw it over to Grace. How are you, Grace? I'm doing good. You're doing all right? Yes. Well, I just found this hair on my chin. That's (laughs) me down. Uh, there's you a pill for that, like I think. Just like <laughs> welcome to the like aging stroke of and you're like, Whoa, what is that? Oh and then my. it's just a slippery slope of... It's not. Yeah. I <laughs> found a hair like 15 years ago or whatever, and I, I would always pull it out. And now it barely shows itself for anything. Oh, that's good news. All right. So you've I'm destroyed the cuticle. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, music. 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 <laughs> All right, 2010. What was going on, Gail? 
Well, I was trying to think back to what I was doing. I was living with my mom. I, I was too. Crushing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such babies. I wasn't like, no, I, I went back to living with my mom. I'd been out of the, I'd been out for many years. I repeat, um, such babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was living with my friend with my mom and we're saving up to get a year up. Saving, yeah, yeah, like free rent with parents. So, what, you mean you had money? Yeah, remember those? Don't yeah, 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 remember money. those days. Remember those? Yeah, saving up yeah. for flights overseas. <laughs> also, what what I found really really interesting when I was putting together my songs, just to interject, <laughs> <laughs> because, because what else would I do? Is, yeah, exactly. Is that like this is pre Spotify days, so it was funny, yeah, like to yeah. yeah. But I, the iTunes store was really starting to like, yeah, and Amazon true. and all that kind of stuff were really starting yep. to rise. And that was starting to inform, I guess, like, you know, chart domination as yeah. well digitally. We well, that's, it's a good point you make, Josh, because I was a little unsure of how to go about picking my tunes for this. Because I was like, oh, 2010, what was I listening to? And it doesn't really work for me to go to the Billboard charts. I mean, it did for, with one of my choices. But in general, yeah. that wasn't what I was listening to yeah, at sure. the time. Right. Yeah, so totally it's like, yeah. what do I do? Yes. <laughs> There's no like digital library I can go check out to mm. see what I listen to then. So I went to my stack of CDs, went and like nice. brushed the dust off. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and I just went through those and found five. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, I found amazing. four and then one was from Billboard. But anyway, my first one. It's by a guy, uh, Australian musical comedian person called The Bedroom Philosopher. Nice. And the song is called Northcote in brackets, So Hungover. So Melbourne, this is about Melbourne. It's about Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about Melbourne. it's from his Aria nominated, didn't, didn't win, album released in February in 2010, Songs from the 86 Tram. It's like Melbourne. All right. So Melbourne. this is a full Melbourne homage. Full Melbourne. And this song, it's so... This song gives me so much joy. I put it on when I get hungover sometimes and just like <laughs> makes me feel better. Um, but it's it's just him having a conversation on a phone on the tram in this like wanky Melbourne hipster voice. He's like, yard, could, sorry, I couldn't make it to your girl. Yeah, I don't want to go. Like he talks like that. It's really entertaining. <laughs> Somewhere off the beaten track, Grace. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah, exactly. mm. um, And he's on a tram, obviously, yeah, like I said that. 86. And, yeah. that, and, that's the, and that's what the video is. And the video won a lot of random awards. People really loved it because it's super entertaining. It's just a oh. hipster being a, a, bit hipster. Of a dickhead on a tram. And all these like hipster people around him in different weird poses. Um, it won. <laughs> it won the. It won the Australian Directors Guild Award. Sounds pretty prestige. Oh, Best well, music there video. There you go. Australian Cinematographer Australian Cinematographer Society Award. Best Cinematography in a Music Video. California International Film Festival. Of course. Okay. Cali's are crazy. Uh, <laughs> and St Kilda Film Festival. Yay, St Kilda. Right. Well, 2010 was the rise of the hipster. As well. was it? Yeah, oh, was is that when yeah, those peak, beards peak, peak. came in? Yeah, beards, oh, yeah. flannels. Well, well, not, more, yeah, not more like flannels, big fake glasses. Yes. Fake glasses? Like, I don't remember. That. Yeah, like they don't need glasses, but they're wearing glasses. Oh, Asabi, look, yeah. what I'm, look what I have on my face well, right yeah, now. But- <laughs> That's. I just thought that was a drag. <laughs> okay, no shade. No shade. I see drag queens doing Yours that are like, all the time. You have like a, a shape to them. These were like the yeah, yeah. chunky. These uh, are actually yeah, sunglasses that I just yeah. pop the lenses out of. That's <laughs> oh, why they look you. so. Because so if forward. I was to get these like with a proper prescription, mm. hundreds of dollars. Jesus. Well, for sure. Okay. Not true. Yeah. Mm. Well, Fancy. so um, the Better Philosopher, aka Justin Hazelwood, is his actual name. He's released five albums. So this album, Songs from the Six Tram, is amongst other well-beloved titles like Living on the Edge of My Bed. <laughs> Lovely. In Bed with My Doona. <laughs> 
Brown oh and God. orange and fun employed. And you know what? He would have performed this to a sold out bar too. Yes. Oh, like, they would have gone. They would have oh. lapped this up. Yeah. It's so funny. My favorite line is the chorus. It goes, riding around on the 86, so hungover. He goes, oh, gonna God. go down to JB Hi-Fi, flick through indie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so God. Was he being ironic? Was that the whole... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Just checking yeah. that it wasn't... Yeah, no, that's God, real would life. really bad <laughs> yeah, wouldn't if it? he was yeah, like, yeah. this is gonna sell, because it's Oh, real. absolutely. But did it sell? Apparently it I mean, maybe something. I don't know. So, sold it. I'm, I'm, I bought it. You, yeah, sold you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and yeah, I, yeah. I, when I was in a band, I would have absolutely been a part of a lineup with those types of artists being on the, yeah. on the, yeah. but but on they're the legit. Yeah, like but yeah, exactly. And yeah. then like I go out there being like, hey, and like you know, just you know, sing the house down or something. Nowhere near as many cheers as someone singing about being on the eighty six train. Can right? I just say? <laughs> like, I can't connect. I can't connect yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, that was, that's your first that's choice. Like <laughs> Beautiful first choice. Now, my second choice. Um, We have all, not to, you know, ruin foreshadowing, okay? We have all all chosen a Katy Perry song. I'm just going to throw it out there. All from the same album. (laughs) She cleaned up. That was the only good one. Yeah, she she did a queen up. Okay, let's, I mean, can we just. (laughs) But I've chosen Firework. Oh, Oh, okay. I still feel like a plastic bag all these years later. In well, the wind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not going to talk anything about this song and like actual facts. I'm right. going to talk about my emotions. <laughs> yeah, please sure. do. Yes. How did you so, feel? So sometimes, so I feel things. You know how people are like they feel things in their stomach mm, or yeah. you know certain places in the body. So for me, it's in my chest, in the solar plexus, if you will. So does oh, she, wow. if you will. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's <laughs> yeah. shooting fireworks out, out of her, her titties. Breast, in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and sometimes I'll see or hear, witness some sort of piece of art, and I go. Oh my god, that's so amazing! And I get really enraptured, and yeah. I had that reaction to this film yeah. clip. Oh, cute. I don't know what it was. It was just something about. It was the first time I heard the song as well, watching the film clip, and it's like, I mean, Katy Perry, like she's doing a thing, whatever. She's shooting yeah. fireworks out, but there's like the cancer kid, yes. and there's the chick who like his body shamed, but then she gets into the pool and she jumps out and the fireworks, and I'm, I loved it. I was had yes. such a visceral reaction Aww. to it, and so that's why I chose it. I thought it was awesome. No, that's, that's good. And also song. at the time, I think it was good because like. It was like, because I remember when I first ever heard Firework because I got sent um, an early copy of the album oh a couple no. of weeks prior of course to, you the, did. to the, uh, I've to the seen release. I've the photos. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I remember the, my most emphatic response was to Firework. In yeah. regard, and I think yeah. just you know being a self-loathing 20-year-old at the time, whatever, mm. that's the song I needed mm. in my life. So, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I felt. I was like, oh, I feel so like loved by this song, yeah. and and she oh, really yeah. does like I really do believe her when in the video yeah, too. Like she's really too. emulating yeah, love and that kind of stuff. I've yeah. never actually gave her a seen VMA nomination actually for that video. Did it? Yes, she did. Yes. Nice. Wow. I've never actually seen the video, and I oh. first heard the song on Glee. <laughs> Oh yeah! That, oh, true. Oh, so can I we just talk about 2010? Glee was on the top of its game yes, in 2010. Oh, no. Didn't they do that? blame Where it on the at? alcohol? Was that that was that was the episode when they were all getting drunk one time yeah. and yeah. they all yeah. had a hungover? And yeah. They're all hungover still on Monday, even yes. though they got drunk yeah, on, on Saturday. Saturday yeah. like these kids are 16 years old. Bounce back! Oh yeah. my god! Exactly. <laughs> and can I just say the bounce back is getting harder at 31? I will tell oh, you that. Good like, Lord. Yeah. Good well, Lord. I'll tell you. By the time you reach my age, you just stop drinking. Yeah, exactly. If I need to go to work tomorrow, I won't be drinking two days prior. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. right, yeah. exactly. All right, so Katy Perry's firework. We'll, Perry's we'll, we can elaborate on Katy Perry later. We can, we can, yes. we can go deeper. Okay, my third choice. Look, 
let's call it what it is. It's pretty obscure. <laughs> it, is, it is nine minutes, 38 seconds, oh. just straight out So the not gate. radio friendly. Straight, no. Not radio friendly. So strap in, my dears. It is a song called Arrows and Loops by Ari Honig, who is a New York-based drummer, if anyone is or isn't familiar with him. I have no idea if any of our listeners will be into this. No concept mm. <laughs> of what our basis is. But if you are interested... Um, I super encourage you to listen to more of him because they're some very cutting edge musicians training in jazz, but they go into a lot of different fields. Um, This album is called Lines of Oppression that this song is from. And it has, uh, the piano player's name is Tigran Hamassian. The guitarist is Gilad Hexelman and the bass player is Orlando LaFleming. And they are all very, very highly virtuosic artists in their own fields. And they've come together to make this really, really epic album of just it's it's dense like it's a full-on listen and this particular song is nine minutes 38 it's basically a suite it goes through like all these different sections but like a modern suite of um showcasing each artist individual flavors it's very exciting to listen to for me at least um and i hope that some of you also enjoy it hopefully i'll get one you've got to spend nine minutes yeah, yeah. yeah nine yeah, minutes yeah. of your life closer to ten really <laughs> i hope you're uh, tri- uh commuting yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not trip, tea break but... it's not retail tea break friendly no, no, definitely <laughs> not. I, I wrote in my notes be warned there's some jazz shit going on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and, good. Oh, yeah and of this album the reviewer john kelman said it's unequivocal that this is a quartet of equals driven moment by moment by the unfettered expressionism of everyone involved and that's what i love about it so if you're looking for inspiration on a very um, dense way to collaborate with four musicians you know it's not just like the lead and everyone's backing it's like a very collaborative effort so it's a really cool way to approach music okay just backing off here Beautiful. to my kind fourth of like an ensemble. yeah yeah an ensemble in, in the true sense of the word mm. not just like passing solos you know? sure, yeah. sure sure yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. um so my fourth choice, just bringing it back. You know, I think it's around the three, four minute mark. You're good. We're safe. <laughs> I'll stop and I back in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm good now. Um, it's called Fall at Your Feet and it's a boy and bear cover. Boy and bear. Yeah. And Australian. So so my yeah, last two choices are Australian. Okay. Yeah. Are Australian. A little snippet of Australia in 2010. Um, <laughs> two songs, you know. Nailed it. Covered the whole of Australia. All of Australia for that <laughs> whole year. So yeah. Boy and Bear, Sydney bass band, for those of you who don't know. Um, sort of like soft rock. I don't know how to describe them. Some sort of lots of vocal harmonies, quite warm guitar stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Figure it out. Listen to the song. You'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this, um, this, I have this album. I have all these albums. Oh, it was number five on the Triple J Hottest 100 that year. Oh my god, there you oh, go. There you go. Because yeah. yeah. I thought I was like, go. no, I know actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy and Bear, like they're quite, they're quite yeah. well known. In Angus and Julia Stone took it out that year. Oh, yes, yeah. unsurprising, unsurprising. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so many opinions over here. No, it's good. Uh, it's like it's like it's a podcast about music. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. So it's from the compilation album. He will have his way which was a bunch of Australian New Zealand artists artists doing covers of Tim and Neil Finn songs. Yes. All oh, right. So it was and I actually bought this album by accident thinking it was Tim and Neil Finn. <laughs> and it's not it's not Tim and Neil Finn, it's all these fucking Surprise! bands. <laughs> I was like, oh cool, songs of 
Tim and Neil fan. Oh, shout I, out to I, Liam Madden, former, yeah. former host. Yeah, he loved he Neil and Tim, like, obsessively. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Still, yeah, sorry, I mean, I'm awesome. saying in past tense, he still loves. He's with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. He's with us he is alive. on the planet yeah. still. Yeah, still. Hi, but he's Liam. dead to <laughs> 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 the podcast. So oh. Is that how that works? Speaking of opinions, <laughs> girl. Um, so this song, "Fall at Your Feet," um, it's got some beautiful, dense harmonies in it. It's a Crowder House song from the 1991 album, the 1991 album "Woodface," which was a huge album for the band. If any of you guys are fans out there, it had "Don't Dream It's Over," "Better Be Home Soon," "Weather With You," huge, huge album for the band. And moving on to my next choice, my final choice. Oh. So that's a Sydney band that's covering New Zealand artists. Yep. Uh, my fifth one is Brisbane Boys. All of them are Brisbane Boys, and they're called the Enthusiastic Musicians Orchestra, EMO. EMO. Oh, EMO. EMO. Yes. <laughs> Which, if anyone's met a Brisbane boy, <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, I don't know. I was going to yes, say something are. about them being EMO. I don't know. I'm pretty I don't know sure, yeah, but I'm pretty sure EMO's hanging out at Hungry Jacks in 2010 started dying off at that point. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, no, the EMO movement was really big in it Brisbane. It was huge. It was huge. Yeah. 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 Sorry, keep going anyway. <laughs> the song I've chosen is called Vanishingly There. And I found this album in my stack of stuff. The album is called Good Lord, I didn't even write the name down. Oh no, how am I going to go on this? It's called One for B. That's what it's called. <laughs> so 14B. <laughs> <That's a stressful laughs> 14B? Is no, no, no. Like, oh. this is One for B. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. got it. Don't you know trust what? the is bitch in apartment one four B. So that's a very obscure television reference. <laughs> is that show um, still around? No, no, okay, no they good. didn't make it. I never watched it. They make about two seasons, I think. No, it was, it was yeah, it's very cult following, like two or three seasons yeah. only. Oh yeah. wow! At least anyway, three seasons. Anyway, 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 anyway. So this this uh, is a nine eighteen piece band, full. Shit woodwind and um, brass section. Wow. And then, you know, it's kind of like a big band, very similar to a big band. Um, and the style of music, I guess, is adventurous big band, if you could think of it like that. It's, you know, all new compositions. And they, they've got some just stunning arrangements led by Andrew Garten, who's a Brisbane local. Uh, they also have an addition of congas on a couple of tunes. They've got 19 people sometimes. Wow, wow. that's a lot. Yeah, it's expensive to her. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's, yeah. yeah. They, I don't know if they play together anymore. I saw them once at JMI Live, which is quite a small venue in Brisbane. And so they, they basically like took spilling up the whole off the venue. stage. Yeah, <laughs> it was like into the audience. And it was a great gig, but it was, it was a bit cramped. Mm. <laughs> well, it was not socially distanced, shall yes. we say. It won't happen in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe 2022. But yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But this, is, uh, this song, Vanishing Again, there is the last song on the album and it's the ballad and it's so beautiful it's it has this really lovely um gentle guitar solo and then the horns come in right at the end i mean you'll hear you'll hear uh but i remember listening to it may, may have been this song i can't really remember it was ages ago when i saw the band live i remember listening to them and closing my eyes and just being transported into this i don't know sweet nostalgic world that music sometimes takes you into so those are my last, my five choices. Amazing. Oh, Although, how gorgeous. Well, I can't wait to get an education. Yeah. Um, education. I can't wait for that 10-minute song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll, be, uh, I'll, I'll make a cup of coffee before I uh, yeah. have that one. Well, <laughs> well, <then. laughs> Next time I'm driving out to Redcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, on. actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have a short break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Asabi chose. Stay tuned. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And we're back. Yay. Well, we hope you've been enjoying, we hope you enjoyed my, I hope you enjoyed my five choices. I assume everyone They're amazing. Did? Yeah. Yes. Good. Thank you. Good. No, <laughs> just okay, fishing, we, just we need to be more affirming. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, stop. How gorgeous. Um, now, mm. moving right along here, folks, we have the beautiful Asabi Goodman oh, sitting across you. from me. Yes, right. If only you had the view that <laughs> I had. <laughs> Trust me, you do not want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like Gracie, I was trying to think, what was I doing back in 2010? And I... Specifically relating to the five choices that I've chosen, I had just broken up with someone, and uh, my one of my really good friends from high school had flown over to visit, and I just remember we were just being women, having a great time, driving around all parts of Brisbane, blaring music and singing at the top of our lungs, mm-hmm. and standard, mm-hmm. right? And so the songs that we were singing uh, included. OMG by Usher. Oh, it's my first choice. Oh my God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, the beat rocks. And there'll be another theme that you'll see running through all my choices as well. Um, so this was off his sixth studio album, Raymond versus Raymond. Raymond, that's the one. Yes. And what I really love about it, it you know, all the electric elements. So I, as I've mentioned on other casts, I was a kid who liked to go clubbing. Yeah. Because I can't say I was a club kid because that's a whole new thing. Yeah. A yeah, whole different yeah, genre. I still remember when he said that and I was like, what, what costume did you wear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have done that, but I was definitely not a club kid. But I did go clubbing a You're lot. You're a party girl. Yeah, I was a party girl back yeah. in the 90s, um, especially when I lived in Japan and in Los Angeles. So, yeah, I loved clubbing. So, the whole electronica and house and trance movement really um, s- structured my growing, right? Yeah. You know, that was that formulated my young yeah. adult years. So the fact that 2010 was sort of coming back to that, I was like, yes, this is my music. I love this. So Usher's OMG was one of the first tunes, and I just really fell in love with it. I would blast it in my car. Um, I loved the auto-tune vocals. I felt they were quite smooth. Um, one thing about Usher that I thought was quite amazing, and, and I only learned this in researching this song, he basically did all the vocals in that song, and he sings from a G3 to an E5. Okay, him. Yes, that's his range, which is quite yeah, high. Yeah, yeah that's quite high. Dude. Like, my, my high is a G5, so I'm just above him. Well, that's my written high. I can go higher than that, but I never write sure. it down because I don't want people to make me do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? Because people um, seem to be fascinated about right? gratuitous belting. Exactly. So can you, anyway, can you we'll move on from that. <laughs> yes. like, no, bitch, Especially I'm not the musical do that. theater community. Anyway, keep going. Right. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, so this song is kind of like a mix of dance pop, synth pop, R&B, Euro pop. It's got everything. Very it's new got. sound for Usher, actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, mm. that's because it's got Will I Am. Yes. So Will I Am was a co-producer on this album, and it was the fifth best-selling song in 2010. I believe it. Yep. Very, very good. He was nominated for VMAs that year as well. Yes. Yes, yes he was. I um, his performance. I no, that's okay. Please interject. <laughs> interject. I love, you know, the hard-hitting drums and bass that are in this song. It's fun to sing. I love singing this song. I love the little chord progression that goes over the chorus. Um yeah. I like the part where it's like auto tuned, but he does like the oh my. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's my G3, guys. There we go. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, great. That's such a good club choice. I love this song. Yeah, I love this song. So I love dancing to it. And like, it's got those crowd chants in it. Yes. And as someone who is a true extrovert you know I get all of my energy from being around people so even listening mm. to this song it makes me feel like I'm around people so I just get super hyped up and anybody who's ever been around me if you've seen me just get a little hyped up you're like Jesus calm down <laughs> <laughs> so I think when, when I came in with Grace tonight I was like I'm so hyper she's like I know <laughs> I don't even know why it was literally because I walked down the street that was like that's all it took Anyway, on a Savi scale of singability, I give this a nine. Oh, that's high. Yes, it's really high. I love singing this song. I sang it like all day today. All right, yes. so my second tune, um, again, as Gracie said, we all have chosen mm -hmm. a Katy Perry tune. Very happy to hear this. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my tune is California Girls. Oh, boom, yes, boom, boom. yes. Boom, boom, boom. And it's featuring Snoop Dogg, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Tone, tan, fit and ready. Yeah. Turn yeah, it up because we're getting heavy. heavy. Yeah. Wild, wild, west coast. These are the, the girls, girls I love the most. And the 808 goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? It's infectious. It is. Right? Oh, it is such perfect the, earworm. Yes. the So I didn't rate the lyrics like in the verse as much, but the chorus. The chorus is what captured me. California girls, they're unforgettable. Daisy. Duke's bikinis on top, sun kissed skin so hot, we'll melt your popsicle. So that's like my favorite thing. And you know, in Snoop Dogg's rap, he mentions Jeeps, and I used to drive a Jeep yes. Wrangler. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. The song is about me. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Because um, she's like, I'm sipping. I'm, no, she goes, I'm. Um, we're, we freak, we freak in my jeep. Yes. Boom, yes. <laughs> yep. Snoop doggy dog exactly. on the stereo. Okay, keep and going. the song Sorry. is super freaking cheesy. <laughs> Sorry, it's Grace is just. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> she's like, <laughs> yes, we so all know. He started him off. That's <laughs> what you. <yeah. laughs> right. But this song spent six weeks at number it one. It sure bloody did. And it went four times, six times, and then eight times platinum in Canada, oh, Australia, and shit. the U.S. respectively. It so it was what massive. What does that mean? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it means that it's made what's so platinum? many sales. It's a no, number. No, no, but what's the, what's the number? Of I, platinum? Don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, platinum. Oh, it's it's a couple of hundred thousand. I think yeah, it's true. more than that. No, Isn't but it like but a it's, million? But it's not a million. No, it's not a million. Oh. No, no. Um, I think you, you have to reach diamond. It's like, yeah, oh. to get to a million. Yeah. And right. Katy Perry. Okay. She yeah, did. and she does have um the record for the highest selling uh, single. No, yeah, sure. the platinum certification was introduced in '76, sale of one million units. Oh, yeah. The, 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 so, she so she went four times in, in Canada, wow. six times in the U.S., 
and eight, or six times in Australia and eight times in yeah. the U.S. And in the early 2010s, she was the queen of digital sales. Yes. Like, that was her thing. Like, they yeah. really... Mm. We, they need to do studies in university about the rise of social media and how they turn that into sales metrics in the music industry because yeah. it's actually fascinating. Well, well to and, me, it's and fascinating. Katy Perry had some pretty elaborate <laughs> videos. I feel like she sort of yeah, she took did. a page out of Michael Jackson's Oh, queen book, of concepts, right? yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, so I watched California Girls. I watched, what's the Friday night? Last, Last Friday, Friday night. night. You know, yes. And I, I mean, I just, I, lo- I loved it. It's very nostalgic. Like, she brings back these people, people that we know today, people from previous times like Corey Feldman and Debbie Gibson yes. you know as her parents and I just and I was like and Kenny G isn't she the, yes yeah. Kenny G is Uncle Random Kenny appearance, yeah. and I'm watching this and I'm like is she isn't she like the same age as them but no she's not no, she was very she was she's, only like 24 25 yeah, exactly. back then. I'm the same yeah. age as them yeah. <laughs> so I'm like oh okay just kidding anyway so California Girls gets a 10 on my yes. scale of ability oh. And it's not a, and it's not an easy song to sing either, guys. It in the in the pre-chorus it changes ranges very it does, yeah it does. very often. I've only like I don't use the term mixed singing, but apparently I do it very well. Anyway, whatever. whatever that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh, whatever. Survey um, says. What do you mean by you mean your range? Mixed vocal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do mix all the time. Girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like know that's what thing. it was called. I've done it. I've, <laughs> I know. That's, everybody's like, I've what made do you an mean? entire this career from mixing. Anywho, let's move on to my next choice. Um, another female who had her debut album in technically in 2009, but like I said, I was here in Australia. This is when I heard it. This is my rule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kesha's TikTok. You know that song? TikTok. Yes. Uh, I know it well. Clock, I know it well. Yeah, I know um, she doesn't like this. She, but. Because of her, I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Right. I brush my teeth with a bottle, bottle of Jack. Jack. Thank All right. you. So fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> this was my and when we leave for the night, we ain't, she was like she brought the party girl image yeah. to mainstream oh, yeah. yeah. and it was she so did. it worked in her favor so on an intense actually, level actually I was considering putting this song on my list because As I do flop? remember <laughs> no 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 because <laughs> I remember sitting in a car with my friends screaming at the top of her lungs this song because it was yeah. so fun to yes. sing along to um, I've seen her live twice I've, I'm here in Australia and oh. there is something euphoric that happens when that song comes on yeah. and you're moshing mm-hmm. in the pit yeah, and people are, are screaming yeah. the lyrics mm-hmm. um, yeah. also same producer uh, for, for that song in California Girls and people always talk about how they sound very very similar especially oh. in their choruses with the off like boom 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 yeah boom 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 Boom, mm, boom, okay. boom, 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 don't stop, make it pop, make it, yeah, so, pardon? Do you say they had the same producer? Say it, Dr. Luke. Producer. Yeah, oh. so this is um, yeah, back before he was found out to be a, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, with the whole yes, Kesha thing. Yes, yeah. that's quite sad. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, so, I, so I always write like what my, fi- my favorite moments are, and I wrote the whole damn song. Like it's when it bop. when it gets to the it like that bop. that bridge bit where it kind of breaks down and it starts to layer. You build me it up, up, you take me down. down. My heart it pounds, See. yeah, you got me. Oh, yeah. And it just starts to build that up until it's like whoa 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 bass drop. And don't the, stop. And the party don't start till Til I, I walk in. in. <laughs> yep. Oh yes, yes. I love it, love oh, it, wow, love 10 it. Ten years ago, man. Oh, so I, I mean, the song Super is nice. really silly. 
And just as a little a fun fact that I learned about this song, the opening line of the song came from an experience where Kesha woke up surrounded by beautiful women, to which she imagined P. Diddy being in a similar scenario. Yeah, I love that. So, mm, I mean, and maybe he, she was at a slumber party. I don't know. And that's him actually <laughs> saying, hey, what's up, girl, in, yeah. the, in the beginning yeah. opening of the track. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because yeah. he actually happened to be in, in a, another studio on the same plot <laughs> the same. recording music as well. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that is truly P. Diddy. So now this became a best-selling worldwide single oh, in 2010, selling 12.8 million. That's so insane. it went eight times platinum <sighs> in the U.S. It was number one for nine weeks yeah. on the Billboard Hot 100. And of course, on a Sabi scale of singability, another 10. Oh. <laughs> the audience is excited tonight, I have to say. Yes, thank you, audience. All right, now, my last two tracks sort of go together. Um, and I hope that when you add them to the playlist, you well, the put deal. them okay. together. Like yeah. a nice transition between... <laughs> no, the, I, uh, well, I don't know if they've... One after the other. Yeah, so it, you can look at... The, you can watch the video and the videos. There's like one long video of the two songs. Oh, where they okay. oh, really? Yes, and it's a, because it's like part one, part two. Right. So I'm just going to mention them because it's both... They're both by the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. And it's called... Well, I'm a bee. Yeah, exactly. And then the other song is Rock That Body. Oh, yes. Rock That Body. Oh, yeah. Come on, okay. come on, rock that body. Well, that was a big album. So the, if you watch the full video, it's called I'ma Be Rockin' That Body. Love that. Genius. Yes, yes, it's beautiful. So it's from their fifth studio album, which was technically released in... June of 2009 but these songs didn't really make it over like they were they weren't the first released songs off the album so yeah, by the time know. they were released it was closer to 2010 oh, well, 2009 was dominated with Boom Boom Pow and yes. um, I, I got I'm a feeling yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's night's gonna be I know and Oprah doing her little whatever that's or surprising right. Oprah remember that that's right you remember Ooh, that yes. yes so they surprised so Oprah did like this big out she did an outdoor show in Chicago you know like Is that thousands the one of people Jerry shows up I don't know who she actually had as guest. I never actually saw this show. Oh. But the Black Eyed Peas were came on to perform, and the, it was like a flash mob. It was kind of like the beginning of flash mobs becoming really, really popular back mm. in 2009, right? And so you had, there was like, they had this entire crowd of like, I don't know, a thousand people or something. It was tons of people. And the Black Eyed Peas came out on stage, you know, and everybody just kind of politely clapped. And they start playing, and Oprah's standing at the side, and she's kind of watching the crowd, because she's thinking, I just got you the Black Eyed Peas, you know? So she's thinking yeah, everybody's yeah. going to go crazy. And there's one woman in the front just going nuts and just doing uh, yeah. her thing. <laughs> and Oprah's kind of like, the fuck? <laughs> she's like, I just bought these bitches the Black Eyed Peas. It's a free concert, <laughs> and they're standing still. What is? And the Black Eyed Peas are just, you know. And so this woman keeps going, and she's doing her little thing. And then all of a sudden, like, a few people just around her start moving as well, and it's like a choreographed dance and then the next thing you know the, it just spreads out to the entire audience and it was like a surprise for Oprah so the Black Eyed Peas were in on it it was this woman who was a choreographer she got all of the audience members to be in oh on it God. and it was just and Oprah was like freaking out like everybody's doing the same thing oh my god you know it was just, <laughs> That's a, a good massive thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm here all week. Um, <laughs> anyway, so these two songs 
Oh my god, they I live for them. So it's like <laughs> elements of synth pop and hip hop and R and B and electro pop. The lyrics are fun and they're silly and you know the voices are all auto tuned, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it just works with this because it's so electronic and mm. housey and um Amabi, just the way it sort of moves into another like just before it transitions into rock that body, it sort of creates this kind of layered canon of sound and vocals and you know they're like will i am is doing his little rap and just it's it's like there's like a a sort of like a false bass drop but then everything kind of drops out and then it comes right back in and then you start to hear elements of rock that body coming in and then it just moves in and you just hear this i'm a i'm gonna rock right now i'm gonna i'm gonna rock right now you know and it just goes right into the next song and it's just ugh, it just blows my mind (laughs) it's a it's a a really bloody good album it is a bloody good album like i listened to the entire like the entire album every song and i know not every song was successful on the album but i loved every single morsel of everything on that album it was just Mm. solid solid pace of work so rare that that happens everything works for you that's awesome yeah oh yeah it was and i was just you know, like to the point, like I was in love with every one of them. Like, you know, Will I Am was in one of the X Men films, and when his character died, I was like crying. <laughs> I never cry in movies because I'm like, this shit's fake. I know it's fake, and I was like, no, John Rath, no. Like, I was like completely gutted and just like sick that you know, like I love the Black Eyed Peas so much. I love them, but anyway, that's um, that's those are my five songs. <laughs> It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to, yeah, we get passionate on this shit, guys. Thank okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Asabi. You're welcome. For rousing whatever that roused within all of you. <laughs> We're going to be right back, folks. Stick around for Josh Javetta's Choices. And we're back. And today we are talking all songs from the year 2010. Hi. Yes. So you've just heard my choices and Gracie Mack's choices. And now, Josh DeVetta. It's me. We'd like to know what you picked for 2010. Oh, it's a party from start to end. I will say that. (laughs) All right. Well, let's just get the, let's get the cat out the bag. We've we've talked about Katy Perry, Mm -hmm. you know, or we briefly mentioned her in um, your choices. Um, I've chosen a Katy Perry song, the title track, Teenage Dream. Yes. Um, I think that album is just iconic to her. Um, I think it was just such a huge moment, like in in, 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 in a pop artist, you know, you dream of having those kinds of numbers, you mm. know? That album was responsible for leveling Michael Jackson's record for um, yep. the most number ones from one album, five to be exact, the first female to do it. Yep. Still can't believe Mariah hadn't actually done that yet, but anyway, <laughs> moving on. We uh, had to bring her up, didn't oh. we? <laughs> oh, wrong button. There we go. Well, um, <laughs> it's kind of a joke now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the song Teenage Dream, like it, it's just so quintessential of the generation. It's quintessential, uh, like just w- such that whole album has great earworm pop music from go mm. to woe mm. um, I love that it starts off with like this like two tone electric guitar sort of thing and then the beat starts coming in and then you just hear it sing you think I'm pretty without any makeup on and I love that the song really does build suspense from the verse through to the pre-chorus right up till you get and then you get into your um, first chorus but it really doesn't like hit hit the thing until the second chorus and I love that it like takes you on this energy journey uh, mm. sort of thing the music video is also just 
just uh, she looks hot. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. does. She's and just like the whole too. like you know. Um, is in love, you know, riding down the Cali Highway with her boyfriend, mm. um, having beach parties. Like, I just, it's all, she really did now the concept thing. Like, every single song, as Asabi said, had its own concept mm. for every single um, music video, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, just, but I just think it's just like this incredibly written. And I remember when I was studying pop music at uni, even my lecturers were like, like I'm no Katy Perry fan, they would be now. But like mm-hmm. I'm no, but like this is a good song. Like I can yeah. hear why it has so much success because it takes the like to me it takes the audience on a three minute and thirty three th- three minute thirty three second journey and you feel complete, you know, yes. sort of thing. After listening, well, I feel complete after that, listening to it. Who did she write with? Uh, Doctor, this is a Doctor Luke. So okay. that whole album, that all the successful singles are basically all Doctor Luke productions yeah, okay. on that okay. one. Yep. So he really did have. He was like you know the, the new gen Max Martin coming through the mm. the range sort of thing mm. um, the next song I've chosen so that's track number one we can talk about Katy Perry all night long but I don't want to take up the whole <laughs> podcast um, I'll choose another and this ugh, I loved uh, okay people out there in the world I love Rihanna so much mm. sometimes I choose her over Beyonce like just in regards to like the dance music like sometimes she just brings out these bangers she's hot I wear Fenty beauty makeup like I'm just all about Rihanna like yeah. on, on a hectic level and she brought out this awesome album um, in 2010 uh, near the end of 2010 called Loud because her album previous that was called Rated R it just didn't really um, do very well it metrically Rude Boy <laughs> did really well because it was number one for four weeks come on Rude Boy Boy can you, you get, get it up? Come, Come on, on yeah. Boy, but this next song, Only Girl in the World, was, yeah, huge. was huge. It, yeah. the, the clubs, like I love, I, I still get excited when this song mm. comes on. La da da da, just like all that, and really just that huge anthemic chorus. Want you to make me feel like, and then I love the whole yeah. like the synth stabs, boom, 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 boom. And it's all that, like that really accented, mm. almost triple it. It's really, I just, anyway, I'll, I'll get, or we won't get too <laughs> music nerdy on this uh, podcast tonight. But um, yeah, it's just, she sounds really good. And that album had some bangers. It also had that one, oh, nana, what's my name? Oh, nana. Yeah, yeah. And um, cheers to the freaking weekend. Oh, that Drink was her. That. Yeah, yeah, with the Avril Lavigne sample. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Which did not. Like, yeah. I, didn't yeah. I didn't even know From that Avril was Lavi- Yeah, Avril, yeah, yeah. Avril Lavigne, I'm with you. Like when yeah. she's like in yeah. that bridge yeah. part. Yes, yeah. 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 they sampled yeah. that, yeah. which yeah. I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, she did, sorry, did, did she you do go. that with a band? Who? Wasn't she? Wasn't that song? Cheers to the freaking weekend. Wasn't that with like a rock band that Rihanna was featured on or something like that? Am I totally? Um, it might be another thing, but um, on this album, it was definitely her, just her. <laughs> it was, yeah, I know yeah, they featured it in the show Smash. Yes, <laughs> when when um they're drunk oh, in the yeah, middle yeah. of Times yes, Square. That's yes, I, I know yeah, that yeah. scene. Um, it's, what so a, what a, what a cult following that show got. Like people still want a third oh, season all these years bought, later. So I bought the albums and oh, I even yes. you know they did Bombshell live on Broadway at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes, and I posted. I saw it that. on my Facebook page. I still haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to watch it. And even that other show, even though, like, I hate that it kind of ruined the plot, but, like, that Hitlist had some great songs. Like, yes, the, the, oh, the, the secondary the musical. Really that that was Pasek and Paul, a lot of those songs, too, before they were, like, hugely, hugely, yep. um, you know, Yeah, no, I loved now. that entirely. Anyway, this is not a smash <laughs> that's right, that's all, But that's two choices. But yeah, I've done fantastic. two. Fantastic. So I'll move into the third one. And the third one is a song by Trey Songs, and it's called Bottoms Up. And this is, like, the end of <laughs> um, uh, end of the hip-hop movement <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of thing. And sorry, the song goes, hip-hop. bottoms up, bottoms up, oh, throw your hands up. <laughs> so it's basically about drinking. But this is when... <laughs> 
I started really getting obsessed with Nicki Minaj. Like Nicki. Right. Now okay. I'd already heard of her around the traps because she had featured on a Christina Aguilera track. She had also featured on a remix of a Mariah Carey song okay. before they infam- infamously had their feud. Um, she so she was uh, that, that was her thing. That's how she made was getting in the industry. She was yeah. doing she was um, getting featured on sure. all these different tracks, and then like you would see like a whole. She has the she has the record for the most hot hot one hundred hot one hundred entries. Wow. Um, she be so um she, she yeah uh, the only other person that's done it is Aretha Franklin. So she of actually course, like yeah, yeah wow. surpassed Aretha Franklin's um amount of entries. Go young in money. there. Yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And like and I love her rap so much. So she comes in. She's got like these huge claws in the music video, and she's just like tapping her knee, and she's like <sighs> yeah, and then she goes. Can I get that trone? Can I get that Remy? Can I get that Coke? Can I get that Henny? Can I get that Margarita on the rack, rack, rack? Can I get salt all around that rum, 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 rum tray? I was like, yeah, I'll tray. And, <laughs> and so yeah, but and that was the whole thing. Like she was rapping these, well, sorry, she was spitting these really fast lyrics. Yeah. I feel like we didn't talk about her enough in our hip hop episode. No, I don't but, think, did we talk about her a little well, bit? We briefly just, mentioned yeah. her, but also like yeah. she's also this was before she had a huge foray and started yes. doing pop music with yeah. like that Starship song. I, I would say we song. talked about all the people that influenced her. Yeah, like you know Little I mean? Kim. Like oh. just, yes. You know what I mean? Like it also, was, it's so hard. And also, like, I don't <laughs> care what she thinks personally. You I, you cannot convince me that the beginning of her career was not an homage to Little Kim. It, her oh, whole yeah. look oh, and everything was just be, completely yeah. ripped off. I like, didn't yeah. even know who she was and then as soon, when I first saw her, I was like, oh, this is, I, I was like, this is a Little Kim knockoff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, but genuinely tell her, and she can like, She'll come up with rhymes in the car. Yeah. Like, like she, she, she's just really, really gifted. And she her is. rhythm isn't this. It's not this. She doesn't always follow the beat that's that's in that's coming. Like, she doesn't always just follow like the two the and the beat. four. She plays around yeah. the beat. And just bringing in this whole animation character. So I'm really, really, like, mm. really do love Nicki Minaj. But yeah, I'll have this song on the play. It, it's it's ratchet music. Like, yeah, she's yeah, 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 2010, she the hip hop was ratchet. Queen. Like, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Right. It was all about yeah. the beginnings of the twerking in the club, like, yes. all that kind of stuff. Yes. Anyway, so I'm going to move on. What's your fourth My fourth choice. It's a country song actually country Uh-oh. pop song Uh-oh. and um, it's, it's by a- the group called Lady Antebellum oh okay well they're now called Lady, Lady A because a. they found out what Antebellum actually and all the what that represents well and you what know all of and the, they're trying to sue they tried to sue so there's a, a oh black God, singer who's who has been going by Lady Yay. A for years and they tried to sue her so they because they wanted so to grab because they wanted yeah. to grab the patent rights to that name Lady yes. A mm. and then they found that another w- woman was woman, using yeah. that name and I hate that because they've settled they've like yeah they yeah. yeah, they've settled for it. Um, but, but yeah, I thought it was really f- yes. messed up that, like, I'm like, you Well, they assholes. changed it because of racial issues. Yeah, and but then, there's nothing racial about Auntie Bell. Yeah. It just means but then, but then pre-Civil they, War. That's true. But they also tried to rip down another black woman for having the name they wanted. Like, I it's know, just like, I know. Yeah, yeah that's, they were, that's, just, that's yeah. crap. They were, yeah, yeah I like, know. like, whoever you are, whatever you go by now, goodbye. I wanted to punch you in the face. You're anyway, canceled. they should have been. No, um, no, But no, they I had this song, Need You Now, and it was really beautiful. It's that one that goes, it's a quarter after one, I'm a little drunk and I need you now. Oh, yeah. They were grabbing. Is that a cover? No, I'm not sh- no, 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 I'm pretty sure it's their song. We can, can someone can Google it for yeah, me, okay. but so but anyway, but that anyway. song was huge in 2010. Uh, they, I think they got Grammy nominated as well for that album as well, the girl with the two guys. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I always I always enjoyed that one. Glee covered it as well. <laughs> Of course, they did. Can I go? Can I go back to say and say 2009 to 2010? Glee was just a domination. Like they actually were. Their covers were getting 
cha- were charting on the Billboard charts. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and they were getting entrances. Yeah, yeah, song. exactly. And they were getting mm. entrances every week. Uh, so they, they were, were. And so it and it was really great how they um really used television to like have this huge influence, but mm. also go with the rise of social media yeah. in saying that their own fan and ruined their show because they started going too much like, uh, what do you guys want to yeah, see? Yeah, like all this kind of stuff. Oh, and it's like, right. and so they were doing all these themed episodes and there was no story. Like there were so many plot holes in their stories. Yeah, so the first season was so solid and then it just started like, yeah, what do the fans want? What do the fans want? And it kind of ruined their own show. Yeah. Anyway, and also mm. Leah Michelle, you're a bitch. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's a pregnant bitch too. Yeah. Look, she's, uh, moving um, just, on. Just, just real hate. quick, that Need You Now, they did, they co-wrote that song. So uh, it was okay. cool, yeah. cool, cool. It probably yeah. is, but it sounds so, but it has a timeless sound but to it, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. Another, yeah. Like when you sang it, there's another song that it said like, there's another song that sounds similar to that. probably. Well, that's from the 70s, so they're from the um the Memphis, Tennessee country writing movement. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought I find the whole um, Memphis thing so um, uh, like interesting and, and intriguing, actually, because you can become a millionaire from mm. being a songwriter or a, yes. an artist in Memphis, and yeah. the rest of the world don't know who the hell you are. Yeah, I, I'm well, Memphis really, and Nashville, Nashville, yeah, yeah, and I'm Nashville, but, but I'm yeah. really, really interested by it. I'm like, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, and then I've got my last choice. Yes, your last one. What is it, lovely? Um, this was so I, I, I loved this. Like, just it's not a guilty pleasure anymore. Like, I <laughs> love this song, and it's the one that goes, "I wanna be a billionaire, so freaking bad." Um, it's uh, Travis McCoy featuring Bruno Mars. Mm. Um, yeah, but the song's called Billionaire. And it's awesome. yeah, and it was and it was huge Such in 2010. Yeah, right. And I'm riding next to real. Oprah and the Queen. Yeah. And yeah, what up, Oprah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the beginning of the Bruno Mars like movement because right. then that album came yeah. out. Because he wrote it, right? Didn't yeah, Bruno yeah. Mars write well, he wrote the hook, Travis, because oh, it was true. it was actually Travis McCoy's song featuring. Yeah, um, Travis McCoy was the rap was the artist in Gym Class Heroes. He was the yeah. Oh, did you, oh. oh do you remember yeah, Gym yeah. Class Heroes? Oh, yeah, Take a look at my girlfriend, cause she's the only one I got. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da. <laughs> and I had Kim, and Kim Kardashian was in that video. I'm sorry, Katy Perry was in that video because they were dating really? back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kim Kardashian was in the Thanks for the Memories video. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I digress. Yeah, I digress. I digress. But yeah, I was into Travis McCoy for a minute. I thought it was really, really cool. Okay. Um, and yeah, so and also I have a couple of honorable mentions quickly because yeah. I've oh, I've done so really, really well with my time tonight. You have. I'm um, impressed. We so, haven't even reached 50 minutes yet. Oh, yes. Um, so, B.O.B. Do you remember B.O.B.? Bob, yeah, yes, Bob, I remember yeah. Bob. He had an awesome song with um, the lead singer of Paramore, Hayley Williams. And yes. we go, can we pretend that the airplanes and the night sky are like shooting stars? Yep. I could really use a wish right now, a wish right now, a wish oh, yeah. right now. And, she, and, the, and Paramore had a really, because they got huge after the Twilight movies. Yeah. I was always a fan of them because the emo movement, whatever. But once Twilight hit, they were just like this huge no, mainstream yeah. success. I think I and their album was really good. And they had the other song, um, uh, you are the only yes. exception. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was another that was, big song yeah, for them huge, as well. Yep. Probably the most pop song they they ever had, really, to be quite honest, because it was so mellow and acoustic yeah. and yeah. all that. Um, another honorable mention I had was um, oh, Grenade, Bruno Mars. That was a huge song. Yeah. Oh my god, mm. I was still struggle to sing it sometimes. But sometimes I'm like, can we just take it down? To <laughs> uh, Josh is feeling tired. Yeah, it's yeah. and he goes for it too. Oh, like there's yeah, just no. He he, yeah, he's yeah, fearless yeah, when he yeah. 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 And I also chose, okay, so in 2010, a really, really bad thing happened. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. um, Christina Aguilera, who I loved for many years, um, she had an album come out called Bionic, and it ended up flopping. (gasps) And it was this really big thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it ended up up flopping. (laughs) 
And um, I just felt like it needed justice because it was actually, the body of work was definitely ahead of its time. So she had just done her like 1920s thing with um, Back to Basics mixed with hip hop, all that. And then her next vision was to go electronica, which, you know, was a very versatile approach for her to do. Mm. But Gaga had come out and she just had no chance. And and what was really interesting back then, toxic blog cultures like actually like influenced like, where things were heading like yeah. that because so mm. blogs were like tearing it down and then it actually got so and because it was turning people sour because social media we started having you know trolls and all that kind yeah. of stuff mm. it never actually and what people don't realize I'm going to go on my on my soapbox just for 30 <laughs> seconds and go when people put together an album it's not just to the artist there's a whole team that puts together an album mm. there's producers and songwriters and engineers like engineers that just do and mastering and mixing like there's so mm. much more that goes into an album yep. so it's not just the artist that's bringing out the album they have a whole bunch of family I guess you know or team that that really really take the you know the album to the next level with the artist and I feel sorry for those people they never ever get mentioned because they work hard on the albums Mm, as well so when people have like really blase responses to albums sometimes it's like okay I understand if you don't like it it's not for you that's one thing but still respect the fact that it takes (laughs) you know and also especially when you're especially if you're an indie artist you know how expensive it is to get the it is to get the best mastering the best mixing no one not everyone gets that you know sort of thing and so you know so anyway, that's off, off my soapbox for two moments, <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's my choices. So. Oh, beautiful, Josh! Thank you. Oh, so also, much. sorry, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, sorry, the song, song was called Woohoo, <laughs> oh, and it featured Nicki Minaj. And that's when I started really getting on the Nicki right. Minaj right. train. Okay. And the lyrics go, "You know, you really want to want to taste my woohoo," and that's a lot. And I'll leave it at <laughs> there. Well, beautiful, beautiful, Josh. I love it. Those are great. Five great choices. I can't wait to hear them on the playlist. All right, let's take a short break and we'll come back with our favorite segment. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Boom. Welcome back. Well, we have gone <laughs> harking back in time. To uh, just ten years ago, but what? Like, can, I can't believe thing. some of those choices are ten years old. I know, yeah, they I could know. still be on the charts now. Yeah. To be quite and honest, some of those people were new. You know, like and, uh, well, Gaga and Katy Perry and yeah, Kesha, Kesha mm-hmm. Rihanna, or Rihanna. No, Rihanna had success prior to that. Yeah, um, she did. Yeah, but like, it, isn't that amazing? Philosopher, but we you call them um, yeah. same level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but okay, 2010. Maybe not your choices, <laughs> but you know, people call 2010 to 2012 the princess, the pop princess era. Yeah, because yes. it had all like women. Women were really, that's why I love that, because women were really dominating the yeah, charts at that point mm. and that kind of stuff. But anyway, as we know, the yin and the yang, the bad with the good, the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. It's time for... It's a it's flop. flop. So we've talked very, very positively about all the music of uh, music choices for our playlist, but we're also going to add a, 
a song that well, for, from each of us that we didn't really feel, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's some doozy. So let's throw it over to Grace after your um, what, what do you call it? Your obscure choice, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you call it. Do you have a Katy Perry? To there's go no, there's no jazz shit in my flop. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> but what's your flop this week, Gail? Look, it's um, it is it's a feature in Kesha. It's three oh three. Remember that guy? Oh, is it called blah blah blah? No 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 oh. no no no. That that one I probably wouldn't have thought, but I didn't, that was alright. It's called My First Kiss. Oh, My First Kiss went so something like this. Yeah, I've never heard so bad. Like that is that, that's not it. a good yeah, song. No. But I'm going it's to hear it song. now. Thank you. <laughs> three or three welcome. had like because they're the ones that had um do um do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. They had that oh, song as well. Yeah, Remember yeah, that oh, one? that's yeah. horrifying. Yeah, they were like a blip. One one yeah, hit wonder. Were, there was a blip. little blip. It was like, like that year, right? Or yeah, and they had a song with Katy Perry too. Did they? Um, called, wow, how did they get um, these features? Yeah. I don't know. I sh- um, oh, I forget how it goes. Anyway, that's, anyway so that's your yeah. flop. My yeah, first yeah. kiss, Asabi. Yeah. My, <laughs> it took me a minute to find this <laughs> because I was like, what did I not like in 2010? I don't remember. Um, Achy Breaky Two oh, by Buck Twenty Two featuring featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Uh, Anything featuring Billy Ray Cyrus makes so me angry. bad. I couldn't even listen to all of it. It was that I was like, "Oh my god, turn this shit off." Yes, I just need to. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was country and hip hop, and we know Billy Ray has done this recently again. Sometimes it takes. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, with his little nos, that was Billy Ray. Wasn't yeah, I'm it? gonna yeah. take my no, 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 horse to the altar. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear uh, it. I'm sorry, to even I'm, sang yeah, that no, first phrase. No, yeah. I've never heard it, and let's keep it that way. Um, so yeah, Achy Breaky Two. It, it, it's Achy Breaky fucking two. terrible. That's literally the name of the song. Yeah, it is actually Achy the name Achy Breaky Two. Embarrassing. It is embarrassing. That man's gonna <laughs> live off that song for the rest of it's his life. It's not a fucking movie. It's not like come on. Oh, and the video is just foul. It is just. Yeah, no, that's a right. flop. That's, that's a flop. flop. That's mm. your flop. That's it. <laughs> so now, Joshua, darling, yes. tell us what your flop is. Well, I didn't actually. I just had to quickly Google to make sure that it was 2010, and I'm glad that it, I'm glad that I got you there. You didn't have to though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's this. that one. <laughs> I blow my hands up in the air sometimes, saying "Hey yo, very like the dynamite." Yeah. 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 Tire yeah. Cruise. Like, terrible. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of being young, dumb, and full of beep at the at the, <laughs> ooh, girl. At the beat. <laughs> Mega Club, Damn. just around the corner. Because they played that song every <laughs> week. That now, how do I know that everywhere. they were playing every week? Because I was there. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I physically had a presence in the <laughs> Yeah, I was the there club. a few times. And, yes. yeah, and every time I went out to a club, yeah, and they t- played. But Tire Cruise, he, he had a, mm. a, a sex, sex, a successful moment mm, he also had that oh, song um i'm only gonna break 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 your heart yes and all that yeah yes, it was all about so. that club banger thing yeah. being led by like black artists too yeah. by the way mm-hmm. like it was so it was a really like well for then it was like a dichotomy in a, yeah. in, 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 well in there its were a lot way. of dance hits coming out in 2010 and yeah and it was being led by, by black, black artists, artists because it was like a mix of of your synth pop euro pop and hip-hop yes and also mm. getting rappers to rap over edm yeah, that yeah. wasn't really a thing like no. <laughs> for a long time so 
looking back at it and I go, okay, they really were recreating the genre, weren't mm. they? Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that's the three thoughts for this week, and that's, that's our it. episode 2010. Does it make you feel old yet? No. Because <laughs> I feel ancient after. <laughs> oh boy, if you feel ancient, I'm disintegrated. Uh, deceased, deceased. What <laughs> do they do with the body? Where's Asabi? Anyway, she's gone. <laughs> All right, we're going to sign out. Uh, my name's Josh Devetta. We've had Asabi Goodman, Hello. Gracie Mack, and Good we've had bye. a lovely. And, um, and my name's Josh Devetta. Did I already say you my say name? Already said it. Boy. I just want to say it one more time. Josh Devetta. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. Gollum has an unhealthy obsession about some bit of jewelry. Doesn't even know this is what the precious is. Stupid therapist. Cookie Monster's a bit of a stress eater. Cookie, cookie, cookie! And homicidal robots really just want their best friend back. I know I did and said things that she regrets, but why is that my problem? But what all these monsters really need is therapy. The podcast Therapy for Monsters finally puts monsters in a therapy chair with a real therapist. Me. Tim, your friendly neighborhood therapist. If you'd like to learn a bit and laugh a bit, check out Therapy for Monsters on your favorite podcast app. Oh, that's not kind of productions podcast.